0: Thanks. So,
1: let's so, get
0: started. Oma Jnana Timirandasya Jnana Anjana Shalakaya Chakshurunmalitam Yena Dasmai Shri Gurudev Namah Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupatamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham, Sri Guru, Sri Utapad, Kamalam, Sri Guru, Vaishnavamsha, Sri Rupam, Sagrajatam, Sahagana Rabunathan, Vitamtam, Sajivam, Sadvaitam, Savadvutam, Parijana Sahitam, Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Sri Radha, Krishna Padhan, Sahagana Lalita, Sri Vishakan, Vitamsh. Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagat Pate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namos Tute Tapta Kanchanagaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Pray Vanchakal Pataru, Yesha, Kripa Sindhu, Yavacha, Patitanam, Pavnebu, Vaishnavibu, Namunamaha, Jay Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhunitya, Nanda, Shri Advaita Ganadhar, Shri Vasadhi, Gaurabhatarinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare hari ram hari ram 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 hari everyone
1: uh, thank you for taking your time out of your day uh, or evening depending on i guess where you are uh, to uh, listen hopefully i can uh, do justice to your uh, time so um, uh, when i was asked uh, to uh, present uh, something i thought and very appropriate um, that uh, this uh, being the period of Kartik Mas, uh, um, which is famous for many things, among them being uh, Damodar Lila where Mother Yashoda ties uh, Shri Krishna. And so this is celebrated all over the world now. Um, uh, and uh, also, in um, what would you say, in a uh, uh, in response uh, to their quest, I also realized that today is uh, uh, the disappearance day, uh, at least here. Uh, it's being celebrated as the disappearance day of uh, His Divine Grace, uh, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila uh, Prabhupada. Um, so uh, that was also serving as an inspiration um, in terms of what to say uh, in today's uh, class, I suppose. I'm not sure <laughs> I'm qualified to give classes, but uh, uh, hopefully we can take something out of this. So um, reflecting on uh, that today is uh, Srila Prabhupada's disappearance day, um, uh, it is said that you know oftentimes we don't actually understand who a Vaishnava is when they appear. Um, it is only until they disappear that... Uh, we actually understand that their life has played out, and all their activities have taken place. Then we actually understand um, what is it that they were all about. Um, uh, and uh, keeping that in mind, I reflected uh, for quite a bit of some time, and also hearing Srila uh, Prabhupada's own words um, of you know why did he take on the mission and what what did he want actually, from uh, uh, his disciples and those who uh, were, you know, taking shelter in his mission in general. Um, and uh, I guess I got a first-hand uh, account uh, or first-hand uh, r- memory recall uh, from uh, uh, Gurudev himself. Uh, I was listening to a lecture uh, in which... Uh, He was discussing, it sounded like it was around a campfire, maybe many years ago, um, that there was a time when Srila Prabhupada had traveled to Latin America. And um, uh, in that time, he was very overwhelmed to see uh, how much uh, Krishna consciousness was being taken up in Latin American countries. And uh, that overwhelmed him with so much joy. Uh, because he was seeing Gornitai deities everywhere uh, in Latin America, and so at the end of his trip, uh, as where they were saying, uh, Śrīla Prabhupāda comes to Atlanta, and there he is, um, he engaged in a kirtan, which he apparently had not done, uh, leading the kirtan himself actually, and and singing bhajans, um, which he had not done uh, for some time. Uh, due to his ecstatic state. And then at uh, uh, one of his disciples had asked him, O Srila Prabhupada, what pleases you the most? Right? And uh, as Gurudev was saying that, you know, everybody at the time, book distribution was at the top of the order. Therefore, you know, even Maharaj was saying that, you know, in his own mind, he was thinking, oh, he's going to say book distribution, right? uh, but uh, uh, that was not actually what Śrīla Prabhupāda said. Uh, he said um, something very touching and uh, as Gurudev said, very uh, memorable and striking that he always kept in mind is that uh, Śrīla Prabhupāda's response was, I want you to love Krishna or develop some love for Krishna. Right, And he himself had said this uh, in several other places um, uh, in lectures and snippets uh, which you can find all over the internet nowadays but uh, this was what um, uh, kept in mind uh, so as a tribute to Srila Prabhupada that's, the inspiration was how do we how do we um, develop love for Krishna how do we develop affection for Krishna um, and uh, the easiest Way is it's not very hard, as um, as uh, um, uh, Davis said so, uh, so several times, uh, in classes or the Sunday lectures that, uh, you simply have one simply has to hear about him, right? And uh, his, uh, his pastimes are, uh, attractive, uh, for, uh, that very reason in that it's there to capture us, right? That's that's one of the reasons he says in Bhagavad Gita that he comes down. Paritranaya sadhunam, uh, right? Uh, so, and uh, I remember wondering uh, as a child or growing up, uh, why does Krishna even have to come, right? Uh, there's no reason uh, that he says... Vinashayacha Duskritam, right? To destroy the miscreants, um, he has many, uh, there are many personalities who are more than capable of doing those things, right? Um, There is, uh, and to reestablish Dharma, even that also, there are many qualified personalities that are there to uh, reestablish and perform that as well. And we have seen that uh, throughout the ages um, as, uh, uh, you know, uh, Adi Shankaracharya reestablishes establishes the authority of the Vedas. Srila uh, uh, Ramanujacharya uh, refines uh, his theory, Madhvacharya uh, takes it further. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, is Krishna himself, but... Um, we see this again and again. Vyasa Deva and all these personalities—they come down uh, to reestablish. Durga Devi is there to uh, take care of any demons. Um, uh, we hear that uh, her Shakti is—you know—there is there is no Shakti beyond her. Uh, therefore, um, what is the need? But then, you know, someone had uh, said to me, a priest uh, said to me uh, a long time ago, is that, um, you know, when a child is crying uh, for their mother uh, or uh, uh, the aunt uh, or someone else, the other relatives, uh, even the father sometimes doesn't uh, do, right? So only the mother that will satisfy the child and the devotees, they are searching for uh their lord right their master whatever relationship they may have they're searching for the lord and some relationship with him um and therefore uh uh krishna says he uh, so surrender someone surrenders in that way he reciprocates so uh, this is his nature of course at least that was the reflection so um in this then we have uh the um pastime uh, where uh, Krishna performs uh, of course he's known as uh, Leela Purushottama Um, uh, the the best uh, performer of uh, 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 Leelas and these Leelas are there to um, attract the mind of uh, the living entities so that's the inspiration for this uh, uh, the class itself,
0: um, And so with that, we'll um, get started. Um, so
1: I took this very first verse of which many of you are probably familiar with, uh, Dalmotekam, uh, as a as a way of offering uh, obeisances to uh, Lord Dhamudara uh, so that he may um, uh, grant some ability to speak something uh, about him.
0: So I'll say Namami Sharam Sachidan and the Rupam. Kundalam go play drama. You should have the Supreme Lord, whose form
1: is the embodiment of eternal existence, knowledge, and bliss, whose shark-shaped earrings are swinging to and fro, and who is beautifully shining in the divine realm of Gokula, who due to the offense of breaking the pot of yogurt that his mother was churning into butter and then stealing the butter that was kept hanging from a swing, is quickly running from the wooden grinding mortar in fear of Mother Yashoda, but who has been caught from behind by her who ran after him with greater speed. To that Supreme Lord, Sri Dhamudara, I offer my humble obeisances. So the start of this pastime of uh, Sri Dhamudara Lila, uh, it starts out with um, right around, as we know, uh, just a few days ago was uh, Deepavali. Um, it is a, it's a big a time of celebration. Um at the time, uh, and I should say also uh, before I get started, the inspiration also for taking some of these uh, pastimes, of course, comes from uh, Srila Prabhupada's own writings, his lectures, um, some of the uh, lectures what I've heard of uh, uh, Srila uh, Bhaktivedanta Narayan Maharaj, uh, as well as uh, an explanation of Dhamudhar that uh, Narayan Maharaj printed of uh Srila Bhakti Pradyan and Keshava Goswami Maharaj um, who was uh Srila Prabhupada's godbrother and um, sannyasi guru um, and so uh the um I'm sorry I lost my <laughs> place. So the uh the point um of this uh this the, that the pastime starts is that uh, Mother Yashoda is right around Diwali and uh, she has been hearing lots of complaints about Krishna and what are the complaints is that uh, he goes into the houses of the different gopis and he's stealing their butter And but she doesn't believe it right so she's thinking why would he go and steal butter in your houses he has so much uh, in his own house right but then a thought came to her mind was that maybe uh, instead of uh, others in the household making the butter for krishna maybe i should do it myself right and ensure that he is being uh, satisfied at home and not going outside uh to find anything. So it is said that, of course, Nanda Maharaj has many cows from which to um, extract milk. But among all those cows, many thousands or hundreds of thousands, um, Mother Yashoda selects uh, a handful. And uh, from those cows, uh, she cares for them personally, uh, feeding them very nicely. Um, feeding them very different herbs and um, so that their uh, the quality of their milk will be uh, at the best quality possible because she is then going to use that in uh, making something or using it in the service of her son uh, Krishna so she um, she takes the milk and she's uh, taking some and she boils some on the on the stove um, and as we if anybody has ever made or boiled milk you understand that you know it takes some time to boil it down and then it condenses into um uh what they call mawa um which you can then make into many different um treats right sweet treats um but shes she's doing that, and also she's taking some she made it into yogurt, and then she's churning it right um, with the churning rod uh, pulling it back and forth. And at this time, uh, what is happening is that Krishna is sleeping, right? So um, uh, so he's uh, completely asleep. he's uh, at this time Krishna is still very much a small child or a baby Um and uh, he wakes up, and what does he do? He's uh, he gets up and he starts searching for Mother Yashoda. Now, this also is um, very interesting. I thought uh, that the Lord is uh, getting up and actually searching uh, for someone else, right? Never does he uh, usually, anyway. What we what we've known uh, prior at least, and if we hear Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, prior to that, uh, that he's um, going around searching. Everybody's actually always searching for him. Right? And what is he doing when he's sleeping? Uh, you know, he he rests on that bed of uh, Nadi Shesha or Sheshnag um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a mood of uh, peacefulness. Uh, divine sleep so to say which nobody can break right um and then uh there uh we if anybody's familiar there is a story at the very beginning of creation itself that while the lord was sleeping um two demons uh, appeared out of his ear uh, madhu and kaitab um and these two demons uh, started uh, wandering around, uh, and the only other living entity at the round was um, uh, Lord Brahma, and they started chasing him. And so Lord Brahma starts offering prayers to the Lord, but you know he's asleep, and so he offers it to Yoganidra Devi, uh, who uh, oversees the Lord's sleep, so that just so that the Lord can wake up, right. But in the case of uh, um, Mother Yashoda, uh, you know, Krishna um, uh, goes and searches himself for her, right? Um, and again, uh, there's another point I brought up, uh, just as another example um, uh, in uh, that Lila uh, Suk, um, or uh, another name for him
0: is Mangala.
1: Uh, also gave a prayer um, or wrote a prayer uh, praying to this infant uh, Krishna uh, and reflecting on say Markandeya Rishi's uh, um, experience of Krishna as a, a small child right but in the in the same sense Markandeya Rishi also uh, you know has to approach Krishna Krishna doesn't uh, approach him uh, to start off with,
0: right? Uh, but he says,
1: So he says, I meditate on that infant Mukunda Krishna who is sleeping on the leaf of a banyan tree with his lotus-like foot placed in his mouth like uh, placed in his lotus-like mouth with his lotus-like hand. And uh, in if anyone has read, I believe it's in the 11th or 12th canto of
0: Srimad uh, uh, Bhagavatam,
1: where we actually see the experience of Markandeya Rishi, who, um, uh, you know, prays to, to see the Maya of the Lord. And he... Um, he gets engulfed in uh, this vast ocean from which he wanders for millions and millions of years until he finally comes upon the Lord uh, in the form of a small baby sitting or lying down on a banyan tree. But the the, the essence of it still is that um, that many times we see the devotees are always approaching the Lord, right? Uh, another example is uh, that the devtas? They are uh, they go to the edge of the ocean of milk, uh, the sheer sagar, and they offer prayers, uh, Purusha Sukta, which is found in the Vedas. Um, and but they don't actually even get to see the Lord, uh, let alone Him, you know, appearing in front of them. And at best, we hear that He, he appears. Um, as a voice in the heart of Lord Brahma, who is the leader of the party, of the devtas, and he reveals what his intent is to them, and then Lord Brahma reveals that to everybody else. Um, so, this, this idea that Krishna gets up and starts searching uh, for his mother is also uh, quite wonderful. Right? Um, what is it about her that... Uh, attracts him so so in that same Balmukunda uh, Ashtekam by Dilva um, uh, Mangala Thakur uh,
0: in the last verse uh, he says Alokya Matu mukapadarena Stanyam Pibhantam Sarasiru Haksham <speaking> Devaman Meditate on Balamukunda, God filled with Satch and
1: Chit, i.e. infinite consciousness of divine, or infinite of infinite divine form, the lotus-eyed Lord, who has cast his looks at his mother's face with affection while drinking milk from her breast. So when Krishna gets up and he... Uh, He's searching for his mother. Uh, why is he searching? He's hungry, right? Now that's also interesting. How does the, the Lord, who is a, such a infinite consciousness, infinite divine form, we see, we've heard pastimes where Krishna opens his mouth, and you know, we see mother Yashoda sees the entire universe. Everything is within him. So, what is he hungry for? And so uh, we understand. Uh, Krishna is hungry for uh, the love that his mother has, right, Uh, uh, for him. Uh, Why? Uh, Because she has uh, dedicated everything uh, for Krishna's sake, right? Lord Brahma even uh, tells Krishna this in the the 14th chapter of the 10th canto that uh, Krishna has been merciful to one witch, Putana. Who came there to poison him? uh, But how will he ever repay the uh, the residents of uh, Vrindavan, who have dedicated everything for him, right? Without asking anything in return. And of course, Krishna says, "I, you know, he admits I can't repay. (laughs) I'm indebted." Um, But we see. Krishna you know he searches for his mother to continue the story he searches for his mother and what is she doing uh she is churning the yogurt right and he walks up to her or he walks up to her while she's doing that and and she is closing her eyes and she's uh, singing uh, you know his his glories or his pastimes because that is her is uh, her um uh, what do you say her um, uh, uh, completely absorbed in uh, thinking of her, of her son uh, with love. Right. And so uh, she's churning and she has her eyes closed. So what he does to stop her, he grabs the uh, churning rod itself. And she opens her eyes because of course, you know, something is stopping. So Krishna is standing in front of her, uh, you know, seemingly upset. uh so she could understand, as many, most mothers, or mo, uh, almost all mothers will understand, uh, they understand when their child uh, uh, is annoyed and, you know, what what they might want. So what does Krishna want? He's hungry, right? So she uh, starts breastfeeding him, right? Uh, and uh, as we see Bilba Mangala Thakur reflecting here, uh, what is krishna doing he's he's uh casting his looks at his mother's face with affection right now um, uh, we are uh it's a reminder for us in terms of what mother yashoda does um, in that she engages both her mind her um her body uh, uh all of her, all of what she has actually in Krishna's service. Um, And so uh, there's a famous saying that Bhakti Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur used to say in that, you know, don't try to see Krishna, but act in such a way that Krishna will want to see you, right? So this is uh, an example that uh, Mother Yashoda herself personifies um, uh, so uh, Krishna is uh, breastfeeding, and he is very, he's very uh, happy uh, in that. And Mother Yashoda is also very happy, right? After all, everything that she's is doing is to please her son, um, and uh, uh, this is pleasing him, right? So, what is there not to be happy about and pleased about? But suddenly. Um, that uh milk uh that mother yashoda was boiling on the on the stove uh starts to boil over and mother yashoda puts down krishna and she rushes to uh you know take the milk off the stove as most of us will have experience of if we ever boiled milk you know it's very easy to (laughs) overflow if you're not constantly watching it right um so, uh, when this happens, uh, we hear Krishna becomes uh, very angry. Uh, uh, his his eyes turn red, his uh, his red lips tremble right in his anger. Uh, it is. Uh, it's amazing that <laughs> we can, we usually don't see Krishna in an angry mood. And every time you try to find pictures, he's always in a smiling mood, right? But here we see, oh, red eyes, trembling, red lips um, uh, with his anger. Now, I always wondered when I ever heard this, when I first heard this uh, this pastime, so why does Mother Yashoda even put him down, right? I mean, what's the concern for the milk? Um, that she uh, puts him over. So this was something that I I heard from uh, the explanation of uh, Bhakti Deeparnan Keshavagal of Swami Maharaj, which I thought was uh, very wonderful. Uh, in that, um, uh, the milk, uh, it is said that uh, you know even the the specks of sand are sentient in the in the spiritual world. So what of the milk? The milk also uh, being a devotee of the Lord, sees uh, what is happening. And he understands that Krishna has an infinite capacity to drink milk. And likewise, Mother Yashoda, uh, she has an infinite capacity to provide milk uh, to Krishna. Therefore, where, Where's the opportunity for him to, or where's the opportunity for the milk to uh, render any service? So thinking in this way, the milk starts to boil over and sacrifice its life into the fire, because now it has no purpose, right? Uh, it will have no opportunity to render any service. So uh, that was the, that was the, I guess, the reflection of. Uh, with the Goswami Maharaj. and I thought it very wonderful. He um, also uh, explained in, an, in another way that um, uh, what we see here also is uh, Mother Yashoda being in a senior position um, of devotional service, the milk being in a uh, junior position in devotional service uh That senior person, uh, she doesn't hesitate to put aside uh, her uh, service to help that struggling uh, devotee, right? The milk being in uh, in the hot fire. Um, that's That's something I guess for uh, that I was reflecting on personally, um, in terms of you know what do we what do we learn? From the, the behavior of devotees, right, uh, Mother Yashodan then uh, is uh, taking time out of her out of her um, engagements to uh, help uh, uh, another devotee who needs it, right? Uh, in that, uh, seniors always should be rendering, uh, willing to and render, right? Um, uh, some aid. To the juniors. Otherwise, these juniors will uh, uh, overflow and, um, uh, what do you say, Uh, not actually realize their full potential, right? The milk's full potential is to be made into many different sweets for the service of Krishna. But if it sacrifices itself on the fire, uh, it will not be able to do so. and this uh, i thought uh, is an interesting uh, uh a lesson actually we see it in the life of Srila prabhupada himself in his uh, interaction with the uh uh the pradyana keshava goswami maharaj um, i had heard a um, a short lecture that Srila prabhupada gave um when he heard the news that uh his godbrother, uh, Makti Keshava Goswami Swami Maharaj, had uh, left his body. Um, and I believe the lecture uh, is only about 12 minutes long because at the end of it, uh, Srila Prabhupada, you know, he so- somewhat lost his composure uh, due to, uh, you know, his tears and of affection for his godbrother. But in the gist of it, he said, you know, the, the Vaishnavas, my godbrother, this my godbrother, um, he he dragged me uh, into taking up sannyas right, and engaging in devotional life completely. I did not want to do it, but this godbrother uh, referring to Keshava Goswami Maharaj uh, dragged me. Um, and he said, this is the nature of the Vaishnavas. They see what we are not able to see in ourselves. Right? So, I thought that was an interesting uh at least that came to mind as an interesting thought to see uh that played out. Uh, it's not something that you know just happened with mother Yeshoda and the, the milk many thousands of years ago, but it's constantly playing out um, uh and this is how we we make progress in in devotional life right by the mercy of uh, those who are senior to us Um, of course we also want to (laughs) uh, we have to take their help too right it's not that they just simply provide the help but we don't uh, take advantage of it right so so mother yashoda saves the milk and in the meantime uh, what does krishna do uh in his anger, he uh, breaks the yogurt pot that Mother Yashoda was churning, and yogurt spills all over the floor, right So <laughs> a fitting lesson. how dare she <laughs> how dare she abandon me? right for this milk, I'm more important, right than the milk. Um, and then he he walks off. He wanders off, into another room where it said that their uh, you know, butter is uh, hanging uh, from the uh, from the ceiling, right? Now, this was also a complaint that Mother Yashoda used to tell the other cowherds uh, or the Gopis that they would say to her, you know, he steals makan from us. So she would say, well, why don't you hang it from the ceiling then? And they're saying somehow or other he still gets it, right? So even in her own house, mother issue that is hanging the butter from the ceiling, not from Krishna, but practical reasons. There are monkeys and other, <laughs> other, uh, other uh, interesting personalities who are wandering around that could, you know, get into the the butter, right? So it's just practical and safe that you hang it right from the swing. But still, Krishna manages. He climbs, right? He climbs uh, up. Grabs the butter and then he wanders off into the courtyard, right? And crying uh, crocodile tears, he's eating his butter, <laughs> and then he starts uh, sharing it, right? So he starts sharing the butter with uh, none other than uh, the monkeys, right? And it said in some places it said the monkeys and the crows. Um, and why the monkeys and the crows, right? Uh, So it is uh, uh, explained that uh, Krishna thinking, you know, when I appeared as uh, uh, Sri Ramachandra, um, I engaged uh, so many uh, monkeys in my service, but what did I actually even give them in return? I hardly gave them anything actually. Uh, Actually, if we if we read uh, uh, Valmiki Ramayana, um, you know, other than you know just some words of thanks, he didn't really give them much, right? Um, uh, at least all the soldiers, uh, it is said that they they had so many soldiers had died, um, and at the end of the war, uh, Lord Indra had you know appeared before uh, Sri Ram, and he. He asked uh, Sriram to uh, ask for a boon. And the boon that Sriram asked for was that all the soldiers who had perished uh, on the battlefield be brought back to life. And so uh, Lord Indra said, This is a very difficult boon to grant, but uh, he tried and he tried and he granted it and he, uh, anyhow. You know, so all the soldiers were revived. And Sriram gets on the Pushpaka Viman in Lanka, and he leaves for Ayodhya. All those soldiers, uh, you know, left behind, right? So what? So Krishna thinking in this way: um, what what can I what can I give these um, these uh, these personalities who sacrificed everything? They sacrificed their lives, literally, right, uh, for my service. And then I left them. So he calls them. Uh, and the crows, uh, it is famous that uh, uh, Sri Ram also has a, a devotee uh, who has the form of a crow, this Kagbushundi, who's always just reciting uh, Ramkata. Um, so remembering this devotee also, and uh, these crows being related to him. He calls them also, and feeds them, right? So this is what he's doing all the while though he is uh, uh looking around, right, wary eyes, looking back and forth because he knows he's in trouble, right um, uh, if as, as soon as his mother catches him, uh, you know, he knows he's in big trouble. and as we see here, uh, mother show that comes back into the room and he's and she sees oh the broken uh, the pot and she sees the, the trail of uh, you know the feet as he of course when he breaks the pot the yogurt spills and it covers his feet right so he starts walking so he leaves the trail so it's easy to follow where that teeth <laughs> or that um, the breaker of the pot went um, so she just follows the trail, and she sees that Krishna is standing uh, or sitting on a mortar, and he's, you know, feeding uh, his uh, his monkey friends, right, and crow friends. So she picks up a stick, and she starts walking towards him. But I guess I said he's on the lookout for her, and so as soon as he sees her, right, uh, and she and he sees the stick, what does he do? jumps down right and uh, he starts running Uh, and uh, of course uh, he is the supreme lord who can catch him right and that is also another point of wonderment in that mother ishua that does catch him so what is the meaning Uh, or is there some meaning and as we understand that uh, uh, the lord is caught or Krishna is caught by his mother because her love for him is greater than his love for her, right? Uh, She she exceeds uh, uh, him in that way. Um, It's also a lesson uh, for him. We'll see uh, maybe a little bit later on. Um, So uh, whether you show the chases Krishna, she catches him, uh, and then what does she do? She starts tying him uh, to the uh, the mortar, right? And why does she tie him to the mortar? She blames, oh, you're both accomplices in uh, the in this uh, in this act of uh, uh, um, you know stealing, right? Uh, the mortar and Krishna. So she ties both of them together or she attempts to tie both of them together, right? But it's interesting as we hear uh, famously in this past time, she, she keeps tying uh, with some ropes and every time it comes, it's two fingers too short, right? So she gets more rope and she brings more and then uh, the villagers are also seeing this because Krishna is crying, they must hear be hearing. Uh, you know, so they're looking over the wall or coming into the courtyard and seeing, and so now they said, "Oh, now you know, right?" Uh, <laughs> his mischievousness. So, Mother Yashoda is uh, as a mother, uh, she she feels that, uh, you know, I have to uh, teach my son a lesson, right? Uh, all of all of us. Uh, if we have children, uh, we want the child to be Uttama, right? Uh, and what does this Uttama mean in the, in the culture itself, uh, in the Vedic culture, uh, where, you know, Uttama means, you know, the best, right? Um, the the one who is Uttama uh, is one who always uh, puts themselves last, puts others first, But here, Mother Yashoda feels Krishna is putting himself first, right? (laughs) He's stealing the butter. Uh, uh, So she doesn't want that for her son. So she is uh, uh, wanting to um, teach him a lesson, right? So that he can be better. But every time she tries, and the villagers also bring rope, and she ties more rope, and she keeps... um, uh, bring it to her to his stomach to tie it, tie him. and uh, But uh, always two fingers too short. Then um, uh, she is struggling, you know, she's perspiring. The hair, uh, the flowers in her hair are falling down, as, as we've here many times explained. Um, then, uh, and Krishna then relents, right? He relents and he... Uh, allows her to tie him and it's famously explained that this is an example that we have of uh, one's effort must be placed the reason it's two fingers too short is that our effort must be given and the mercy of Krishna must be there right Um, also as I was reflecting uh, over the past week or so on on this pastime, uh, this point of Mother Yashoda finally tying him, where when does it happen? Right, uh, I thought it interesting that we hear that she, the last piece of uh, quote-unquote rope or you know string that she takes was from her own hair. Right, that string which was tying her hair, um, she takes that and that binds Krishna. Right. Uh, that little piece was enough. Um, And uh, as I was reflecting, you know, growing up in, um, in, I guess, a a community that's, that was uh, fairly, (laughs) you'd say Vedic uh, in, in nature. uh, The, it was, it was not very common or very uncommon, um, that you ever saw a um, uh, you know a respectable woman uh, in society with her hair untied, right? This is just the the culture. I'm not saying it's it's not anything I believe in a shastra or anything, but it was just the culture, right of how you know there's an etiquette that the culture has uh, to keep one's hair tied. It's the it represents respectability of uh, a woman, in this case, a married woman like uh, Mother Yashoda. Uh, but she, in her, in her, um, uh, in her, uh, what do you say? In her absorption in trying to do what is best for her son uh, by uh, raising him properly, she gives that up also. All right. Uh that so-called respect, uh, that etiquette of society. and she she takes that right away immediately it uh, it binds Krishna right up to this point, we understand Krishna is uh, he has his opulence, right? He has his he has the Lord also has an ego, right <laughs> uh, I cannot be bound, right? I don't want to be bound um, uh, but Seeing that his mother uh, gives up everything, right, for him, uh, he can't help but being bound, right. So he's bound by his, by her mother's love, uh, for this reason. Then uh, she uh, leaves him uh, there, and uh, she goes back and does her chores, right, because again, all of her chores are again meant for Krishna's service, right so uh she's going and doing those chores now krishna is uh you know crying and then as soon as mother Yashoda leaves her his friends come out and they're you know they're wondering like you know what's happening here you know uh you know they're trying to untie him but they can't untie him um and said lord balaram maybe even comes who has tied you I won't spare that person, right? Then he hears, oh, Mother Yeshuda tied Then he sits quiet. He, st- he stays quiet, right? He has nothing to say now. He can't punish Mother Yashoda, right? He is punishable by her, but he cannot punish her. So he also must have said, must have felt, oh, Krishna, you must have done something, right? So anyway, uh, They can't untie him. So they start playing and he starts laughing, right? And he starts playing with them. And so what does he do to run behind them or chase them? He also, he pulls over the mortar and he starts dragging it, right? Now he drags it uh, between two uh, famous uh, trees, two Arjuna trees that were in the courtyard of Nanda Maharaj. And he pulls it and the the mortar itself gets stuck between the trees. And Krishna pulls, yanks it a little bit, and you know the trees with a great tumultuous sound. They both fall down, and uh, as these two personalities, um, uh, who are the sons of uh, Puvera appear out of, out of the trees, and they offer their obeisances. Right, and I said Krishna wasn't even paying attention, but uh, uh, necessarily to them, but. Uh, he was paying more attention to the words of his devotee Narada Muni, who had cursed these two individuals to become these trees due to their uh, poor behavior. So, at that time, Narada Muni said, "You will only you will find relief, uh, and you will be free of this curse, and become, uh, you know, devotees when uh, Krishna uh, pulls you down right when he appears." So making his devotees' words true, uh, he uh, he pulls down these trees and uh, these two personalities um, uh, uh, appear out of the tree and they become free. And later on, uh, uh, we hear from Jiva Goswami's Gopala Champu that these two personalities become known as uh, Madhukanta and Snigdakanta uh, in the spiritual world. Uh, they become great singers, uh, who eulogize they're the ones who actually uh, sing Krishna's pastimes to all the residents of Raja in the in the transcendental world in Goloka Vrindavan. Um, and so this uh, so when this happens, you know, everybody runs, you know, to see what has happened. Uh, and the Maharaja is running there and he sees krishna is uh you know in the middle he's right between these two trees so you know they're questioning all the the cowherd or the young gopas like what happened here and they tell him you know the gopas say what happened but nobody believes they say you know yeah krishna was playing with us and then he the mortar went between the two trees and he tugged it and then the two trees fell down and Two very brilliant, effulgent personalities came out of the tree. They offered prayers to Krishna and then they went away. And you know, the adults took it. No, this is just the child's imagination happening. Um, but it did actually happen. Um, and Sunanda Maharaj rushes over to Krishna. He is able to untie him because his love is like that of your Shodamai. Um, so he's able to untie Krishna for that reason. Which even Lord Balaram was not able to do. Um, then uh, he uh, he's also angry, right? Uh, he's angry because he understands who tied <laughs> Krishna, right? Only Mother Yashoda would tie Krishna, right? So he's angry. So he takes Krishna and Balaram to uh, the cow shed. He doesn't have dinner. Um, uh, he he creates uh, he makes some uh, or he gives them some sugar candy and some milk, right And uh, uh, they are resting uh, in the cowshed. Uh, uh, Rohoni uh, Mother Rohoni, uh, she also sees what's happening and she um, and she sees you know, Mother Yeshoda when she understands what happened, uh, Mother Yeshoda is she is struck. With, uh, you know, she's paralyzed. Basically, <laughs> she has lost all ability to do anything. She's practically like a walking corpse. Uh, at what thinking about what happened and the fact that oh, I played a role that I might have endangered my son. All right, um, and she and uh, Mother Rohani, uh, Rohani, uh, understands that uh, that you know the only cure. Uh, to bring Mother Ishwada out of this is to actually have the uh, to embrace of Krishna again, once again. But Krishna is, you know, thinking, no, no, I, you know, he is uh, uh, he's being, as a child, is sometimes stubborn. Um, you know, when Mother, mother Rohini uh, goes and approaches him and tells him, no, you should come and have dinner now and see your mother, you know, Krishna says, "No, no, I will uh, stay with Father only, right?" Um, so now, Mother Rohini, uh, Rohini uh, has to, um, she has to think of some way to bring Krishna back. So, what does she say? She says, um, "And if that mother, your mother, is uh, very troubled by what has happened." Now, what if she leaves her body? Uh, you know what if she dies because of that right? And you're not willing to come and see her uh, so immediately Krishna runs jumps off uh, Nanda Baba's uh, lap and he runs to his mother right? uh, and the, she he embraces her again, and then um uh, she's revived, right? <laughs> she sheds tears profusely. And it said that uh, she then feeds Krishna, um, bathes him, feeds him, and then uh, you know she goes to bed right with him. Uh, and so this ends uh, the Damodar Lila um, uh, pastime with I guess, some reflections. But, uh, hopefully, uh, it is worthwhile to it, you here. <laughs> um, uh, and again, please forgive me if I. have said anything uh, um, uh, displeasing. Um, that was not my intent. Um, uh, and then also, I'm sure there are mistakes in whatever I presented, but also please forgive that. The intent, of course, as I said at the beginning, is that uh, uh, simply by hearing about Krishna uh, attentively, we we can actually uh, it's uh, we begin the process of devotional service chaitanya mahaprabhu you know in his conversation with Ramananda rai uh, everything Ramananda rai says krishna says is all oh, that is are that's external that is external um until Ramananda rai talks about coming to the point of actually developing love and affection for krishna um when we when we have that uh it becomes. Um, uh, what do you say? Uh, it becomes, uh, despite all of the trials and tribulations, which there are many of, as I try to uh, discuss a little in in the case of that uh, the milk on the fire, right? The milk on the fire is, uh, is a devotee, right? An aspiring devotee, so to say. Um, you aspiring devotional service, there are many, many uh, hurdles and trials and tribulations that you will have both in regular life and spiritual life. All these things uh, will come, right? And that we just have to look, right? We just have to take a uh, close look at history, not even a close look, <laughs> even, a, even an overview of history uh, will easily make that available to us um, but if if we actually have affection for Krishna um, if we have that Shraddha right um, I remember hearing a talk by Srila Sridhar uh, uh, Raksha Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj and he was saying that um, you know when we when we come to that point of Shraddha uh, it's, it becomes an innate thing within us that despite all the different trials and tribulations, we will still want to move forward, constantly moving forward, not being caught up in all of the um, the trials and tribulations. So, uh, and as I said at the beginning, this is what I believe Srila Prabhupada uh, came here uh, to establish for us, right? Uh, out of all the different things he is, he gave many things, um, but this was at the core, right? And out of all the Vaishnavas, when we think about it, actually, this is also the thing that's at the core of what they are trying to give. And unfortunately, we see many disagreements even among the Vaishnavas, uh, and uh, I find that to be uh, sad. But uh, the we shouldn't forget the, the core message is actually develop this affection. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's thing, right? When um, uh, when Rai came to that point, then he says, ah, now you've come to something. Go further, right? Ramananda Rai goes on to describe more and more of the the sentiments of the residents of Raja all the way up to Srimati Radharani, right? So with that, um, I'll stop there. Uh, and see if anybody has any thoughts, comments, or questions. So, we'll stop there then. Uh,
0: Vanchakalpatarubhyasya kripasinduvya evacan patitanama bhavanibhyo vaishnavebhyo namo 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 and the Koti Vaishnav in jai Srila Dhamudara Sheila
1: Dhammadara, the key, Jay. Sheila Isibakti Vedanta, Prabhupada, ki jai Jay. Sheila Gurudevi, Jay. uh uh-huh.